Hello! And welcome to the Rose Beer Podcast. Number 44. But we are going to change it to Steve's podcast again, because Roland hasn't done the one thing he has to do. Notes. Well, I've done them, I just don't know where they are, so we'll see what I can remember. I asked so little of him and he still manages to disappoint me. I aim. What for? Disappointment. Well, you disappoint me there because you're more disappointed than Set low before. standards. Fail to achieve. That's the one. Mm. Right. This is Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast where we review a beer bod's beer every week. Um, this week we have something from Time Bank Brewery. You'd be shocked to discover the Time Banker in Newcastle. Ooh. The only good thing to come out of Newcastle is the road to Sunderland. We'll wait for the deafening round of um, abuse in response to that. Mm. And to be fair, there'll be a lot of, uh, mainly Newcastle fans listening to this because they are all alcoholics. Alcoholic uh, sports direct wearing chavs. Um, <laughs> Who like listening to podcasts about good beer. Yeah, well, they don't like to. They're quite confused. They've pressed some keys on the computer <laughs> because their thumbs and fingers are so big they've fell on it by mistake. So this is from Time Bank Brewery, who are fairly new. Um, so the guy who's the head brewer there uh, kind of fell into brewing after coming back from travels around the world. Uh-huh. Um, a friend of his was leaving a job at uh, Mordu Brewery, well-known up north, and he got a job there. Enjoyed it, got on with it. Um, he he said so this brewery, Time Bank, was set up by um, a chemist. Actually, she was leaving Nissan, I believe it was. She worked for Nissan. She leaves paints company. Good Sunderland Company, Nissan. Good Sunderland Company. <laughs> so she was leaving there, and she said, set up a brewery. She's got um, got the head brewer on board to take care of the brewing side of things, and. Um, yeah, they do. They're well known up north in that area. They're based just behind. Up north. Up is north. This a place, this? This is for me anyway, north. yeah. For me, it's up north. Yes, they're, they're well known in the kind of Newcastle area and a bit further out, um, right across to Manchester and stuff, but I've not come across them I've before. I've tasted probably four or five of their beers. Have you? And okay. it's a brewery I know well because they did a coffee back in the day, uh, a coffee beer back in okay. the day, using our coffee. And I believe cool. it was Louisa. They used, oh, okay. and it was with John. Uh, don't you remember John, who had a coffee shop up in Newcastle Market? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So John, John did a collaboration uh, okay. with him. So I've obviously ever since kept an eye out for their beers, and when I've seen them, bought them and tried them, even though they're dirty, filthy Geordies, mag loving, you know, sports direct wearers. So there may be some more of this. Um, they're based just behind the the Free Trade Inn, which is. Fairly well known, one I've never made like it to, but really want to get to. So, free trading, if you're in the northeast, is definitely somewhere that you should visit. Um, they're always very big supporters of what we do. Uh, cool. Coffee Boys, and we follow each other on Twitter fairly closely, and I'm always very interested in what they have to say. They, I would love to visit. And I'm going up in a few weeks' time for the Sunderland Half Marathon, and part of my itinerary for the Sunday night is to go to the free trading after said marathon, half marathon. That sounds like a good plan. Drink some alcohol. Yeah, I've got to say, their, their selection always looks really good whenever I have a look at them. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a must-look to place. So we should anyway, yeah, this beer. is Time Bank Silver Dollar, which is our American-style pale ale. What do you think of their labelling and their marketing? Um, I'm a bit underwhelmed. Boom. 
Boo is what they get from me. Boo. Nearly there. Very close. But yeah. Then, then the fonts. I think the colours and I think the, the actual styling and all the rest of it is good. But the fonts that they use make me a bit sad. I'm not even that sold on on the fonts. I find it a little bit too busy, that, that silver dollar bit in the background there. I don't think it's a million miles away, though, is what I'm trying to say. Is I think that they, they've, nearly, they've nearly got it right. I think having something like Time is always good. Yeah. Having the Time Bridge as part of your logo is always good. You will find exiles and you will find local people very proud to uh, buy things like that. Um, I agree it's a little bit busy, and it's a little bit busier than the, the normal ones, and maybe it's because... You know, the whole flag thing. And mm-hmm. So th- this is one that they've started, I think it's a bigger part of now than it used to be, reading between the lines on their, on their website. Um, so... So label, we're talking labels. Yeah. So go on, out of 10. Oh, out of 10 on the label. Um, I think it's a solid six. Uh, it doesn't uh, leap out for me. It's a four for me. I think it's a bit disappointing. It's a bit meh. And they could do so much more with it. I think, 20 minutes with a designer would fix that. So, I think, I think they're halfway there. I think the name's good. I think the, having the bridge is a, good, is, is a good thing. It's a good logo. Keeping it local is good. Um, but yeah, not quite. And it's a yeah. good quality label as well, which is unusual. You know, having the, the shiny label, good quality label, is fairly unusual for smaller breweries. I thought there was going to be a Newcastle crack in there. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, so this is brewed with they're Centennial Newcastle. and Amarillo Hops. We can smell that, can't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 5%, happy with that. Colour, happy with that. Looks like a nice yeah. nice amber ale. Um, kind of amber stroke red ale. It's, nice head to it, looking, yeah, it's, looking good. It's a little bit fizzy for me. That was my first thing with it. I thought it was a bit fizzy. Um, it's quite busy, but I quite I quite like that actually. Aroma is nice. I like I like the hoppy aroma. It really has got a bit of a kick to it. Um, if I was going to compare it to anything, five AM Saint style for those yeah, who've drunk something like that. For sure, it, it, it's very for me. It hits the brief of American pale ale very much. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's kind of better than I'd hoped. If I'm honest, when I heard the name, I was like, yeah. Ooh. I'm, I, now I must admit, having not come across the brewery, which obviously I've now, um, I looked at the label and I was a little bit. I'm you not sure I'm looking forward to this because I got I brought you back a bottle of it. Did you? Yes. Oh. Okay. It was a while back. It hadn't been open very long when I did it. Okay. But I brought you a bottle back, so you have had it before. Awesome. Mm-hmm. My memory, obviously, too addled by subsequent yeah, indulgences yeah, of beer bods. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so let me let me let me have a yeah, no, I've got to say I'm, I'm I'm enjoying this. I think it's a very well brewed American pale. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think it's stunning. Um, I think like using that Witherspoons analogy that we like to a lot and we wheel out. If I saw this in Witherspoons, I'd I'd be really I'd be really happy. I wouldn't be surprised. It strikes me as the kind oh. of thing they might have. I I would be. Pleasantly surprised. Not massively shocked, but like th- this seems to me outside the comfort zone. This seems to me out of the comfort zone, but at the same time, like stuff's moving forward. Witherspoons is not the place it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think we you know we've noticed that they are starting to do some some better things, which is good. But yeah, this just strikes me as a 
a local brewery doing a local beer that will probably be in some local pubs and probably turn up in a few local Witherspoons. And that's why I'm saying, like, if yeah. I saw it, it'd be great. Wouldn't be, you know. Well, like, it definitely strikes me as one of these ones that is quite local. So, I yeah. mean, if I, I, if I... If I went into... I don't know, let's think. Uh, if I went into um, the new uh, Birmingham... Uh, Pure Bar. Pure Bar. Yeah. If I went to Pure Bar and they got this on, I'd be underwhelmed. Okay, nice. I, I, I would not be That's offended. Nice I wouldn't be like... So I've got to talk yeah. about Pure Bar on here because I, haven't, I, I went a few weeks back and I haven't talked about it. But um, So, uh, Purity yeah. are known for doing some very safe, comfortable uh, beers. Well, but but yeah. let me finish. Go on. I've done some defence already. Here you go, go on. Yeah, but I actually really like some of the beers they do. I think they brew well. I think they brew consistently. I think they brew without any of the BS that some other yeah. brewers can brew with. I don't know who we're talking about there. Um, <laughs> and, and um, you know, I think on a, for a larger scale brewery, because they are a larger yeah. scale brewery, they do a really, really good job. But when I go into a pub, I don't really necessarily want one of their beers. Yeah. If it's sure. their pub, because, um, you know, they're, they're the kind of beer I expect to see in a Winterspoons yeah. and we'll do a great job and I'll enjoy for most of the evening. But when I went in there, they're like, they've really kind of embraced the whole guest thing. And this kind of thing, like, I don't think would really, like, it, it, it sits along their offerings, if you know what I mean. It sits oh, so I, I, I think, like, the, okay, so, on Purity, I would suggest, like, they've done the majority of their stuff. I think it's a bit too safe and solid for me. That said, they've taken a few more modern ones. I haven't had a chance to try them, but there's a couple of theirs getting really good rave uh, feedback in terms of IPAs and stuff now that they've been doing. And they've really embraced the craft thing this last bit. Like this, to me, is undoubtedly that American-style IPA, and it just doesn't very fit much alongside. A, a style of beers I've had, like from that safe. Thing. I think this is safe. I think it really is safe. I think it's not. That no boundaries have been pushed in the making of this beer. That's again for a core range. That's not a bad idea. Like make it safe, make it tasty, but it is safe. I, it's safe as far as American hops can go. It's clearly American hops. Like, it's really obviously, but then. We, we've you could have brewed it with your eyes closed. I think you're being over harsh. I think it's not. A, it's very drinkable. It is. It's rather very than drinkable, but it's very it's like, well brewed, solid. Uh, will you remember it tomorrow? Mm, probably not. No, no. But I, I, I would probably That's remember. Because you're an alcoholic and you yeah, do too. Though, and you rarely remember anything. I think I would favourably remember Time Bank based on this. I'll certainly yeah. be willing. I, I like. Give me a positive. Try, try more of their stuff. I like their stuff. I, 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 what I've had, I really like. I think they do a solid, good job. For me, this is just a bit too safe. I think they, like when you do something like an American pale ale, I think you can take a few more risks because the people who will buy a pa American pale ale will be prepared for you to take a few more risks. You see, for me, this is a great example of one of those introduction to craft type beers. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all, all things I want for from craft. If we're having a gateway beer, you know, it's another one of those yeah. that. Like, we're already in the gate, we're dancing in the park with our trousers around our ankles, you know? <laughs> we, we, <laughs> thanks for that imagery, Steve. Yeah, no problem at all. We, like, I apologise like, we, we, you know, yeah. he, he, you know, I don't need to paint ABC, I don't need an introduction, I want something no, but that's like, this is, and But I still appreciate those beers that are very drinkable, yeah. examples of a style that, yeah, I like. And I think I've said, this is, this is, this is okay, this is okay. It's not bad. We should get to scores. So, bottle top ratings. I'm quite happy to go first on this because I think okay. I know where I am. Um, I like it. It's nice. It's not rocking my world. Solid six. Okay. Well, I think, personally, you're being a bit harsh. 
Six is a good score. Six, I would drink again. I wouldn't go out looking for it, but if I was I, in the pub in with us, like six of me is, if I was in Witherspoons and I saw it on the pub, if I saw this on the pub in Witherspoons, I'd buy a pint. Okay, well, maybe we've got a difference in scores here. So, for me, this is to have all the beers you like in three to ten. It's such a narrow range. It doesn't give you any room to say when you really like something and when you don't. Really, yeah. So, if I give something a four or less, I really don't like it. But anything from four and a half upwards, I might even drink again a four and a half if I was in the right frame of mind. Like, I mean, tell, yeah, they'd like for me, five, five is like safe, fine. Probably wouldn't drink it again, but wouldn't, wasn't objectionable to drink it the first time. I would probably drink a five again if, 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 if my choice was limited. You see, I think really I've got to hit seven before I want to drink. I might actually choose something again. Um, you I don't drink in some of the pubs I drink in. That's true. Yeah. That, that would explain a lot. Um, anyway, get on to the scores. You'll be allowed in. Not without a dress. Yeah. We'll leave that one in your own imaginations where it should stay. No more. Um, I'm enjoying this. I'm going to go seven and a half. Okay. Wow, seven and a half. See, seven and a half for me is something I would actively go out and find again. No, eight and a half before I'm going to find it again. I drink a lot of different beers. I'm very, I, you drink a lot of different I do. But you drink I, a lot of beer, full stop. That's the difference. Yeah, I okay, right. Well, we're nearly there at the end. I think we're nearly we are. done. And we're running out of things to say about boring beer. I mean, this Well, no, we should say, before we finish, come to the end of this, we should say Matt, Beer Bond News. Um, so, Matt's hiring. Mm. If, if you people like your, your beer and you're looking for a new job, go and work I've for Matt. Applied. I'm not surprised. Mm. That was just because of the beer, wasn't it? Yeah. I worked out that if I didn't have to buy beer and I could steal it from work, then I would, wouldn't need to earn any money. So that's fine. exactly what my principle's been. Yeah, that's, that's why I worked here, yeah. yeah. But um, no, if you should definitely go look at that if you are looking for a career in beer. Yeah, definitely exciting job. Mm-hmm. Um, exciting job in a growing company. Hopefully get some good people. Look I'm forward sure to finding out will. who it is. I'm sure he will. Right, I think we're pretty much coming to an end now. We are, so we are... Done.